So, here I am, the regular brown girl with a mind of her own. Alright, now, like I had mentioned in my previous voiceover, working towards creating a proper one-act play was what I had been up to. I have written something, although I am not entirely sure how it has turned out to be, because this is the first time I have attempted something which is completely different from my usual rubbish. So, I have given you a little bit of ये सब तो होती रहती है क्यों है ना ठीक है फिर चलो शुरू करते हैं तो इस वॉइसओवर का सेटअप ऐसा है कि मैं आईने के सामने खड़ी हूं लुकिंग माइसेल्फ स्ट्रेट इन द आई एंड मेकिंग अ होपफुली नॉट टू लेम अटेंड एट इंटरव्यूइंग माय रिफ्लेक्शन यू नो आस्किंग हर क्वेश्चंस ट्राइंग टू डिग डीप एंड मे बी गेट टू नो हर बेटर एज अ ह्यूमन बीइंग कॉपीराइट इश्यूज के बारे में तो मैं ऑलरेडी बात कर चुकी हूँ सो द लॉयर कैन टेक अ बैक सीट सेट बैक रेस्ट ऑन हिस्स लॉरल्स एंड विल होपफुली एंजॉय वॉट्स टू कम इट्स द सेल्फ इंटरव्यू दैट इज विच आई एम प्रेजेंटिंग टू यू लाइक अ नर्वस स्टूडेंट ओके डोंट टेक द नर्वस पार्ट सीरियसली एवे मजाक करी थी नो फ्रैंकिंग टाइम अलॉन्ग विद द राइमिंग वर्ड फ्रैंकिंग अब समझेगी नहीं आई एम हंड्रेड परसेंट श्योर कि समझदारों के लिए इशारा ही काफ़ी है और वैसे भी पिक्चर है तो आप सब देखते ही होंगे और जय माता दी बोल के शुरू हो जाते हैं क्योंकि यहाँ भी सब बढ़िया है फॉर सम रीजन आई जस्ट कॉन्ट स्टॉप सींग ये वाला डायलॉग ओके फाइनली इमोशंस पे थोड़ा लगाम देती हूँ एंड लेट मी स्टार्ट फ्रॉम द वेरी बिगिनिंग आई कॉन्टैक्ट डन मतलब डन डन एकदम नो मुश्किल टू बी सीन एनी वे वी बोथ लुक इट ईच अदर इन थिंक मी एंड माई रिफ्लेक्शन वी आर वन इन द सीन बट राइट नाउ इट फील्स लाइक वी आर टू सेपरेट एंटिटीज समटाइम्स एट वो विथ ईच अदर अदर टाइम्स वी आर द पैरागॉन्स ऑफ हारमोनियस अलाइनमेंट completely at peace with each other agreeing on almost everything and making life decisions together there is a love in this scene is a question michael shortliff kept asking his actors while discussing and analyzing their acts in various stage plays or theatrical productions so i decided to ask myself the same question It's a one-act play. I'm the only character, so exploring my own psyche in depth will be the line I can work with, and this inward expedition has the potential to ensure that I land up in a gold mine of content. Who are you? I ask my reflection. She looks rather astonished. stirred and taken aback by this sudden question which i am guessing she wasn't expecting a bit startled she responds i am you whatever or whoever you are i am one and the same we are one single entity our identities aren't separate from one another 
There is a love in this scene, I slowly mutter. Did you just say love? Yes, I did. There is a love. It's in you. It's in everyone's deepest core. The reciprocations are different, and the manifestations can occasionally make you wonder about the infinite range of human emotions. You may even feel that some people are unusually strange, but it's there. You simply have to view people with a kinder, gentler eye. Why would I want to be kind to unkind people? Because they need it the most. Maybe it's you who's at fault. If someone is deliberately hurting you or being exceptionally unkind, then maybe somewhere it might be you who's at fault. What? This is ridiculous. I seriously think you've gone crazy now. How is that possible? I'm far from being unkind, and my ruthless streak only comes out when the other person's approach and behavior demand it. Otherwise, I'm actually nice, sweet, and friendly. What do you want me to change? Give more love. To whom? To those who are being rude to you or trying to put you down. Why the hell would I care about this herd of obnoxious jerks? First of all, stop saying hell. You just said you are nice and sweet. Live up to your reputation, please. Use good, people-pleasing words that make others feel comfortable. I can't believe that you're saying this to me. You, my dear reflection, have taken the lyrics of a very popular song to heart and started preaching. Wait a minute. How can my reflection disagree with me? We are one and the same, right? Right. But this is not your reflection. Then who is it? Oh, come on. Now you are unnecessarily twisting the tail. Don't add to the already piling up confusions. Look, here's the deal. What you see in the mirror is your reflection. It's the same person, same identity. However, when you are facing your reflection, you are not just talking to yourself, but interacting on a deeper level with your conscience, subconscious mind and everything that's going on inside of you. That's why you need to be brutally honest when facing yourself. You can lie to everyone and fake your authenticity, but you can't escape yourself. You will be the first person to catch yourself red-handed while blatantly lying without batting an eyelid because, after all, it's you who created the story, remember? When we are feeling confident, complete within, and are in touch with our inner strength, that's the moment our reflections agree with us. It's coming from a force that lies hidden inside you, like a sleeping dormant volcano one that you regularly need to awaken in order to realize your full potential as a person. But we are not always at our best A-game and often be lost, with the outside voices getting louder and drowning out the voice within like a ship that's helpless while facing natural calamities. That's the time our reflection starts echoing what others are trying to compel us to believe as the gospel truth. 
It's when we are at our most vulnerable state of mind and a solution is nowhere in sight. Where is the love in this sea? It's within you having found its safe abode. Do you remember the saying that happiness begins by learning to love yourself first? But I thought putting myself first is a sign of selfish behavior. Now you are talking like those others you should not be listening to. Loving yourself has got nothing to do with being selfish. Unless you learn to love yourself, how can you give love to someone else? People who are incapable of loving others are usually the ones who do not know how to love themselves. Putting up a front and creating an image of a selfless, big-hearted, forever supporting others kind of a person is simply their way of concealing their own reality, which is so ugly that it will emanate nothing but hatred and derision from every corner. So bless their brilliant artistry. It probably saves them on a daily basis or that's what they would like to tell themselves to feel comfortable. Never be influenced by such people. They are as far removed from love as one can imagine. They don't need it because they don't deserve it. So keep yourself away from them emotionally rather than being dependent. There's no love in there. From now on, learn to love yourself as a complete person. The more you do that, the more you become capable of loving others and develop a feeling of genuine empathy. It's neither selfishness nor selflessness. It's some sort of a middle ground instead. Love yourself first. Fill yourself up with love. And soon you will notice that loving others has become second nature to you. Choose your loved ones carefully though. This is a priceless emotion not to be wasted on unworthy people who don't have the slightest clue how to handle it and hence end up trying to destroy it. When someone is trying to break you down and you do the same with them in return, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you a bad person regardless of what others might want you to believe. You are only protecting your own self-worth and making the other person understand that thus far and no further. So, to conclude our interview, what you are suggesting is that love resides within us. Yes, absolutely. All you have to do is to know yourself really well. Get in touch with your inner persona, the root of who you are as a woman. Things get a lot easier when you know who you really are. I'm sure you are aware of this. Yes, I am. Thank you for answering my questions rather articulately. I still have a few left, can I ask? Some other time. I have spoken enough. Let's call it a day right here, and we'll get back with the rest of the questions in the next part. Fair enough. My reflection vanished because I came back to the real world and marched towards the dining table where a mirror isn't available. But my inquisitive mind continued to swing like a little child does with his or her parents. You know, one, two, three, swing. <laughs> All right, now, 
The question is, if life is a battlefield and everything's fair in love and war, then what is that intrinsic thing we are fighting for? Is this a war for love or because of love? Slightly complicated and will take some more time and plenty of effort to find the answer. I didn't dare to call upon my reflection again in case she got angry and refused to cooperate with me when I start the next round of interviews, armed with my volley of never-ending questions. So, today I will not ask any questions today. I will come back to the next voiceover. Wherever my other questions will be answered, I will keep hope. For now, it's a goodbye. But, I'll bore you all with my bakwas once I'm done with the follow-up to this one.